Hey everybody, David Plummer. Michael Ferguson. Uh, we run a company called Aerial Influence, so if this is your first time here kind of checking out what we do, we sell agricultural drones, so like the big spraying drones. We also work with police and fire departments for search and rescue drones and really all sorts of different industries that yep. we work with. So, yeah. uh, But today what we wanted to do is do a little, little video on the agricultural drones. A little later we'll get into some enterprise stuff, but what we wanted to do today was kind of give you an update on what you have to do to submit your FAA Part 137. And really, we should probably start, you know, if these are new people, we should let them know what, what is the Part 137. Yeah, so the, the Part 137 is basically being a crop duster. So um, it enables you to um, apply product uh, from the air. And uh, so it's been, a, it's been a kind of tricky, you know, a up journey. until now. Yeah, yeah right. definitely a journey. But uh, the FAA has been putting out more information and, and making it a little bit easier for us to find this kind of stuff. Yeah. And they came out with a nice PDF on uh, how to submit a petition for rulemaking or exemption. Yeah. So this is basically when you have your petition um, written, uh, this is where you would send it. Yeah. And then it would then be assigned a docket number. And from there, you could then add, you know, your... your uh, additional documents or documentation that you need, you know, whether it's like operations, training, you know, safety case, that kind of stuff. And just so people know at home, you might think like, oh, well, I got my 107 drone license. And, and yep. this is a big step up from that in terms yep. of what it takes to actually get that part 137. I right. mean, this is a big document. A lot of it, uh, yeah, legal it, work goes into it. it, it um, well, yeah, and you're, you're basically spelling out what, what you want to do. Um, and, and currently, you know, they, they, again, going back to people that might not know, mm -hmm. uh, the FAA has a, a way for people to get certified for manned aviation to basically become a crop duster, but they don't really have necessarily a form that says, here's what you need for a drone in order to be a crop duster for drone. Right. So um, that is why we put in a petition and we ask for certain exemptions from the manned aviation rule, right. you know, because either it doesn't apply to drones or, you know, it's different from a manned aviation. You know, it's, it's basically, you know, they're not, they're not apples to apples. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah exactly. So, so we, do you want to get into this PDF a little bit? And yeah. And, and, and really the, the PDF, this is, this is on the FAA website. Um, so, Essentially, you could probably look for, you know, I mean, if, if you guys email us or whatever, we can certainly send this to you, but um, it's, it's on. This is not something we did. Right. This is something the FAA, the FAA did. FAA so it's, it's, you know, it's FAA fact. All right. I'm going to pull it up for you right now. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So <clears throat> you can kind of see in the top left-hand corner, it'll say FAA-2. 2007-0001, you know, so you can, you can probably search for that or you can just search uh, how to submit a petition for rulemaking exemption PDF. Yeah. So, um, so you get it down in here and these are the table of contents, um, what your petition should contain for petition for rulemaking, you know, what it should contain if it's a petition for exemption. Uh, if you have uh, a petition that uh, you need to have it reconsidered, maybe it it was denied because you had something missing. Mm -hmm. um, and then submitting uh, a petition for a new docket. So that's basically, uh, you're, you're just starting out. Um, 
whether it's under 55 or over 55, it, it's a it's a brand new docket. This hasn't been assigned a docket number yet. Right. So okay. Um, and then existing dockets, you basically have your docket, and um, you can you can then add to that once you have a docket number. Okay. But so it's kind of going. It's it's kind of weird because you know when we sent it before, you'd almost kind of send it, and it seemed like went off into the ether. Right. And you didn't really know. Really know if yeah. they were going to ever answer you or not. Yeah. You, you would get maybe maybe an email saying that we've got it, but sometimes it wasn't immediate, you know? So yeah, right. this, this is a little bit more, it's definitely giving you more information. It's, uh, it's kind of spelling it out for you. So I, I do think this is, is a good thing. Um, definitely something people should check out. If you're you thinking should. of doing the 137, then this is something that, that I think uh, people are going to want to yeah. read, right? They're right. going to want to read it because now get ready because it's a lot of information, right? right? I mean, yeah, and, and, and it's not it's not horrible because this is, I mean, this is just the PDF to uh, submit all the PDFs that you wrote. Yes, <laughs> essentially, right, you know right, what I mean? exactly. It's basically, this is where it goes, you know. Um, but, you know, it's kind of interesting, um, you know, we talk about this a lot. Uh, it says here, you must send a petition for exemption 120 days before you need the exemption. Um, obviously, I would uh, add maybe a few more months to that too. Yeah. But this is what they're trying to do. And this is kind of what we've said, you know, they're trying to get this stuff looked at, um, you know, approved or denied within 120 days. Yeah. And, you know, if, if you send in your petition and let's say you just have a petition, most likely they're going to come back once they get that petition and they're, they're going to ask you for a request for information because they want not just the petition itself, but they want, three other documents operating um training how you how are you going to train your your pilot and commands mm -hmm. your, your visual observers you know anybody else that might be part of your 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 program sure. your, your flight your operation program. Yeah. right and uh and then finally the the safe kind of safety case you know how, how are you going to mitigate safe how are you going to mitigate risk you know when yes. you're when you're operating yeah so, so if something happens if, if something goes wrong if somebody ends up in the flight path that is not supposed to be there, what, what are you, you going to do? How are you yeah. going to stop the drone? How are you going to make this you know, potentially dangerous situation a little safer? Yeah. Uh, real quick, I just wanted to say, I'm going to put this up real quick for you. Um, for a more, so obviously the FAA is where you go for the document Michael's talking about, but for sort of a more, uh, let me do this, sort of a, a hey. more baseline uh, idea of how to get started in drones, you mm -hmm. know, spraying drones, drone for agriculture, Go to our website, aerialinfluence.com slash agriculture. Uh, you'll get sort of a an easier version to understand, um, and it's an easy, simple step-by-step -step to go, whereas yeah. this is probably a little more complicated, you know, than... Well, and, 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 and really, this is, this is... So what we have, the journey map, is kind of like a... a you know, the, the, the ball of like, okay, this is, this is what you're, why you're doing this. This right. is why the FAA wants you to do this. And, and it basically comes down to safety. Are you qualified? Do you have the certifications, that kind of stuff to do the operation that you want to do? Right. Um, and we give, you know, links at the bottom to the FAA, that kind of stuff. So, you know, the first part is, is basically us kind of saying, this is what you're going to kind of go through. Right. Um, again, you've got, You've got multiple people looking at these things. They're 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 looked at on a case by case basis. Um, different people could be looking at your stuff now. Now they do have like a, a guideline for what yeah. they're asking for, 
but we've even seen discrepancies from you know stuff that we've put in to people that we've worked with and it's you know almost identical and um you know our, our operations and sometimes they'll ask it'll be a little it, it, different and somebody will ask something a little bit different so yeah. with that in mind you know our document gives you some resources. It gives you kind of an idea of what you're going through. We obviously can help uh, with, with with the whole process. True. This this piece was put out. Once you get all your stuff, where does it go? Yeah. You know, where do I go from there? And, and this is good. Okay. But uh, yeah, I mean, I don't think we necessarily uh, should go over everything because this is really something. It, you know, it's it's nice. It's it's. Uh, it's like there's there's some reading, but there's there's a lot of pictures in here too. So it, it's, it's nice. It kind of kind you know it's not a picture book, but <laughs> it, <laughs> makes it as simple as makes a hard process a little more a simple. little more simple. And yeah. and that's the thing I think people need to understand probably is that if you're trying to you know what we're in April of 2022. Yeah. So if you're trying to plant or if you're trying to do stuff with drones, spray with months. drones in a couple months, yeah. you it's going to be really tough and you're likely not going to not right. going to get this in time. Yeah. This is something you need to plan for the next planting season. Right. Um, and you know, it takes a lot of time. And like we said, this is not just a document you download and then you fill out some stuff and send it in and right. they approve it. This They're, is something that can take 120 days plus just yeah. to get the FAA to respond to you at that yeah. point, you know? So it's a long process, and I think that's the number one thing that people need to know. Yeah, they have to plan way in advance. got to plan it, way Or, in you know, I mean, you could also have, you know, you could start, you could say, I, I, I want to do this, and you could go out and buy an under 55-pound drone. Yeah. Um, and if you have something where you can use, you know, say like seeds or something or overseeding or yeah. crop, crop, cover crop, um, you could get started. You yeah. know, uh, sooner because that's not necessarily using restricted use pesticides and spraying everything. Yeah, as long as it's uh, under fifty-five. As long as it's under fifty-five. Right. Yeah. Um, so there are ways to start to kind of use this type of drone, um, but you can't necessarily use it fully yeah. because they want. Because there are legalities. There's yeah, and and you're you're basically in the airspace. That's one, and you also have a, uh, you know, a pesticide or, or something that could obviously cause harm to something else. Yeah. Um, so there's kind of two big reasons why they want people to be certified. And, oh, hundred yeah. percent. Yeah. I mean, it would be weird if they didn't want people to be certified. Right. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, yeah please go fly your <laughs> Sign fully <up>. loaded <laughs> 150 pound drone or whatever. Right. You know, and uh, spray over things. Yeah. Um, so yeah, there are a lot of that. So. My thing was the most important thing is to, you know, plan ahead. What do you think after that? What's the most important thing people need to know? And you guys, please send us some questions. Keep us going yeah. here. Uh, we're always open to, to throwing some qu answer, question and answers out there. I mean, you know, I mean, obviously the first step is figuring out what you're getting into. You right. Because we, we do. We talk to a lot of people and, and they've got great ideas on how, how they want to use this or, you know, whatever it is. Um, but the bottom line is, you know, if, if you're going to try to make this thing scale, you know, yeah, you're going to want to have your ducks in a row, yeah. you know, plan the legalities place. and yeah, and a plan. So, you know, one would be go do the 107. Mm -hmm. Um, we've always talked about, you know, possibly a, a cheaper practice drone. 
yeah. you know, or a used drone that you can just kind of get some stick time on. Yeah. Um, there's other ways that you can get into agricultural drones without necessarily having to do the spraying portion because you've got multispectral, you've got mapping, you can do uh, elevation type stuff. Right. Um, there's all kinds of stuff like that. And, and then even, you know, seeding because you're not necessarily using a, a pesticide or something, you know, it's just kind of a seed. Uh, but yeah, 107, I would say is, is a big one. Number one. Um, yeah. Uh, planning. If you're going to do uh, spraying, then you have to start thinking about like the 137 stuff. So you want to start thinking about how you're going to use it, um, where you're going to use it. Mm -hmm. Who, who's going to be on the team? How, how, how is your like day go, going to look? Right. You know, and, and how are you going to operate, mitigate the risk while you're flying, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, and, and know who, know if you've got a customer base, if you're going to get a customer base. That's true. You know, because yeah. the last thing that we want and the last thing that you want is to buy like this really expensive spraying drone and then have it sitting in your garage. Yeah waiting for somebody to call you for a job. Right. That's the kind of work you need to do ahead of time. It's be yeah. out talking to farmers saying, Hey, do you have a use for yeah. this? You know, and if so, what would you pay for it? And, and, and actually, yeah, actually going along with that, I talked to someone uh, a while ago and actually he was actually out of the country. Um, but he had hooked up with, with a farmer you know, as someone that owned, owned land, uh, I, I forget exactly what they were growing, but they had, their deal was, um, you know, there was no necessarily upfront payment. And then right. this is, again, this is hard, but it could actually be even better if you're working with someone and say, look, you know, I'm getting into the spraying drone. Um, I'd like to, you know, help you with your farm with your spray and that sure. kind of stuff. And, and essentially he gets paid based on how much he saves the farmer. Yeah. Right. You know, there or, you, go. you know, whether it's saving the farmer or increasing the farmer's yield, mm -hmm. that's kind of how he gets paid. So that's another way that a lot of people don't necessarily think about, you know, cause a lot of people think about like the hourly or for the day right. or something like that. But you know, this is a way that you could potentially sell someone uh, that may think, uh, you Drones. know, is, oh, or, or, and, and maybe you don't want to necessarily hook up with someone that, you know, is thinking, ah, I don't know if this is going to work, but, you know, talking to someone, yeah, this could definitely work. And our payment could be based on how much you've saved me this year yeah, yeah. or increased my yield. Yeah. So, and, you know, we said this before, but, you know, as it stands now, you know, these drones, as although they're getting bigger and bigger, they're really more for spot spraying. They're, and that's why we've always said that it would yeah. be smart if crop dusters or aerial applicators would actually use start using drones because they could get yeah. the spots that they weren't able to get with an airplane. Um, so, yeah, that's... And, and, and they're, they're in the best situation because they already have an operations plan. They, they have the have clientele already. They have the clientele. Yeah. But they already have what their day-to-day -day looks like. It's mm -hmm. just now they're not going to be in the cockpit and they're going to be, you know, uh, they're going to be a ground station. Yeah. You know, so, yeah. Yeah. Interesting stuff. But so, go ahead. I, well, uh, no, I, I'm, I'm pretty much done with that, but I did, uh, we can, I got, a, I got two more things, but go oh, ahead. No, please. They're, they're different though, but yeah. So I'll pull it up here on the screen for you. So one thing that DJI is going to start, uh, 
implementing and, and, and you guys can uh, obviously check out this this website but it's a beta version of essentially DJI Terra and Terra is the mapping software that you can use you know with the Phantom 4 RTK, the Phantom 4 uh, multi-spectral, the M300, probably soon the M30. You know basically this will stitch anything any pictures that have uh, the you know lat long you know, okay. GPS coordinates. Oh, very cool. Um, but in addition to just you know stitching 3D or 2D or 2D multispectral um, or doing waypoints or what whatnot, um, this can also help you plan for your spraying and spreading operations. Oh. And, and and you can also when when you use it with the multispectral, you can actually do variable rate. Huh. So and and that kind of goes to the whole spot spraying idea. Um, Not every you, spot needs the same amount of spray. Right. Yeah. Right. Exactly. So, yeah. anyways, this this is going to be it's a personal beta version. It's available for free right now. Uh, I don't really know. We don't necessarily know what the cost is going to be. Um, I would assume if if you're you know there's drone deploy. They're kind of completely cloud based. Mm -hmm. That's another mapping stitching program. You got Pix Four D. They have both now. They've got a, a desktop version and the the cloud version, um, and now DJI realizes the importance of possibly having a cloud based version too, yeah. because somebody can just just for the simple fact of you know think about you've got you got a, you've got a team yeah and you're going out and. Uh, David has to go and fly the five fields before you know I can go in and spray the five fields. Yeah. So maybe you're doing the the, the photogrammetry and everything for the other the five fields before I even get in there because it's kind of like the scouting and all that kind of stuff. Sure. And um, you know it, it it could be nice because somebody could be putting that up on on the cloud and then I can then download um, that uh, that file or mission and import it. Yeah. We had some issues with our Fresh streaming. Uh, TV that was behind <laughs> us, but uh, I just so, turned it off. How's that? Yeah. Um, but, so it, I think the uh, the uh, the ultimate features are going to be more than this, but the features available in the trial version are um, you know the the cloud processing for flat field, orchard, and multispectral um, field management. I don't exactly know what that entails. Elevation analysis, that's kind of nice because then you kind of get an idea of how the, the ground might be changing because of planting and, and plowing, all sure. that kind of stuff. Um, the variable rate uh, prescription maps, the VRA. Uh, mission planning and ortho base map sharing to Agras app. So and I'm assuming that that's going to be kind of like a, you can, like if you did the map, yeah. Then I could download it at another Other, date no, or or off off you know different site Completely. that you're at. Yeah. So, yeah, and that's about it. You said you have one, did you have one more thing? I do. I yeah. One second. Uh, and this might go kind of along with what you were wanting to talk about too. But uh, DJI also came out with uh, Flight Hub Two. Oh yeah. And they are also doing a beta, and this this is um, just. This is the uh, DJI Flight Hub 2 site, so it actually has about six uh, tutorials on here. Um, 
you can actually, I think we, we have something else, uh, actually this, right now, the beta is only going to be working with the Matrice 300 mm -hmm. RTK. Mm -hmm. um, also, you know, the, the, the smart controller for the 300 and the H20 series camera. We should explain to people what Flight Hub is, what it does. I, I mean, it, it's, it's kind of a, a drone management platform. Right. So you could uh, have somebody out in the field uh, flying a mission, let's say they're inspecting a tower, um, from there you can actually send that feed to um, Flight Hub, right. and then somebody in a remote location can actually look at that. Yeah. Um, I, I'm sure this is kind of where everything is going to be it's going. It's heading, yeah. You know, it's going to be, I mean, you know, if you, if you just look at the M30, you know, right. it, the, there's one thing where you can get the M30 with the box. Yes. You know, it charges, opens it up. You're going to be able to, uh, you know, once BV loss comes up, um, I'm going to be able to basically go, okay, you know what? I need to fly the uh, construction site, you know, right. today. So, bop, 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 you know, you do that. And I could just see people sitting there managing multiple construction sites from oh, basically from one laptop. Desk. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, they, they could be 12 M30s, you know, or whatever the drone is, you know, across, you know, you know the United States. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, very interesting. Yeah. So maybe we might be getting into uh, beyond visual line of sight. Uh, at some point. Exemptions and waivers. <laughs> Probably will be at some point. But so speaking this, of... This, this oh, is sorry, a, go ahead. No, I'm sorry. This, this is uh, available, I think, uh, top free public beta, I think if you tap that oh i'm off but you're offline yeah so basically you can tap that you'll probably fill out some information and then you can get started at least to try it out so to talk about flight hub then you got to go sort of right into a couple of other things so the matrice 300 just got a big firmware update and the biggest thing on this update is is really battery related oh. um so the first thing they did is they updated the default periods for self-ditch discharge to two days Oh. So basically what that is, what that means is the battery, you know, if it's fully charged after a certain point, it's going to start dissipating its battery and that's to right. help save the overall life of the battery. Yeah. Well, before it was several days okay. um, and now it's only two days and they believe that's going to elongate the life of these really? batteries, which we've seen some issues with the M300 batteries, Yeah. Uh, you know, with a couple of customers who have had them that have can't charge it above 50 percent or, or yeah and, 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 like it's, and it's 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 also hard too to figure out because you don't know necessarily how everybody's because everybody kind of handles their batteries differently you right know? right so some people constantly have them charged or constantly have, so yeah they leave them on all the time and so there's different ways yeah. to to do it but this is hopefully going to save some and battery so life are they saying you can still make it because i know you could change the dissip dissipation uh period Is yes that, and you can they're just they're just shortening, shortening your if, ability to go to just to two days okay so that's cool so that's good um, the other thing with this firmware upgrade for the batteries is um, it prevents it's not gonna let you fly below 10 degrees Celsius so okay. basically that is because the colder your batteries gets and I'm sorry it's if your batteries are that cold if your batteries are 10 degrees Celsius. It won't start heating up. It, it, it won't, it'll, it'll you just can't say, fly. You're okay. not, they're not gonna let you fly because that yeah. is gonna increase your chances of a battery failure okay. and nobody wants a battery failure. So yeah, that's they, a and, and they have come a long way because I remember putting the M600 up in the air 
in like 2016 or 17. And I think it was October or something like that. It wasn't that cold, you know? Yeah. It was maybe low, like 50, something like that. And uh, yeah, it was not allowing me to take off. Wouldn't let you but, go. But the, you know, those are, those are much older batteries. Yeah. Um, Holden, I'm going to get to your question in one second. We've got one other thing we wanted to talk about. Um, that is, uh, the Mavic 2 Enterprise Advanced. They got an yeah. update as well. Oh, nice, nice. And the big update on this one, because people were really upset about this yeah. for, since it's come out, <laughs> is the fact that when you zoom in, it's got a 32 times zoom on it. And when you zoom in and take a picture, it looks past, beautiful. In the past, you would get that picture completely zoomed out. You right. wouldn't get the picture the way you shot it. it and then you had to crop it in post. And then you had to crop <laughs> it in yourself in post. Well, now, finally, they have allowed that. That's uh, good. So you take the picture zoomed in, you're going to get the picture on your SD card zoomed nice. in just so you shot it. So that yeah. was a big one. Um, okay, let's get to a question here. So Holden Reed, you'll see it there on the bottom of your screen. Uh, can a person submit one petition for multiple exemptions, or do they have to submit one petition for each exemption? No, yeah, so... Uh... Let's see, multiple exemptions. So there's about, yeah, you, you, can, you can have your, your petition for exemption. So in our case, there were probably 12 or 13 items that needed to be exempted because either it didn't pertain to a drone or, you know, or it was, you know, different altogether or something or not needed. Um, and we've talked about this, you know, probably a hundred times, you know, like one of them was seatbelt, right? You know, you exempt for a seatbelt because, you know, obviously drone doesn't need a seatbelt. Um, and, and things like, you know, having your operating documents and everything in the plane, you know, there's nowhere to put it in the drone. Yeah. So what uh, if you... I, I think, I think, I think what you're asking is basically there, what we did when we did the petition, there were, you know, several items that needed to be exempted, whether it was from the 107 side or the 137 side for like under 55. And then there's like, you know, 107, 137, 61, part 91, right. I think for, you know, over 55. So yeah, you're asking for several things to be exempted within that petition. Um, but if you are doing an exemption for under 55 and you also want to do for over 55 we had to submit two separate ones because they were asking for different things because uh once you get to over 55 you're kind of in a different category so yeah hopefully that answers your, answers question. your question yeah um what if you just put a seatbelt on a drone and just said hey we've got our we've we've uh we've fulfilled then, then, our requirement then, then i guess you wouldn't have to uh, do the exemption i, I guess I mean, that, for uh, that for that yeah, yeah no yeah. i'm kidding i, I don't know we should put a tiny seatbelt on right there. why not <laughs> i like that idea all right so i think uh i think that's all we got we've gone almost a half hour holding i hope yeah. we we answered your question uh stefan thank you as usually usual yeah. for coming hey, by stefan. um and everybody uh jonathan yeah. tiberius pap uh, thank you and Sejik, 4702. You're right. the man. Thank you. And Holden uh, Reed says thank you. So, uh, yeah. Also, uh, regarding the Flight Hub 2 uh, beta, um, you can go to https colon forward slash forward slash fh dot dji dot com. So that's basically um, for test details and... Um, You'll have to yeah. read it for one more time. Just yeah, so it's... 
So essentially it's fh.dji.com. Put the HTTPS if it doesn't work with just fh.dji.com. You got it. Yeah. All right. Okay. We've reached our half hour limit. All right. Um, good so, job. Yeah, good job. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Uh, thank you guys so much for, for checking out the channel and always supporting us. Like we said, we don't have this gigantic channel, but for the, I mean, it's growing, but for the people that do watch us and the people that do join us, especially yeah. for this kind of stuff, uh, yeah, they're very dedicated. So <laughs> yeah. thank you so Thanks, much. Guys. We appreciate you yeah. stopping by and uh, say goodbye, Michael. All right. Goodbye, Michael. <laughs> All right.